On August 20th, 1977, at Kennedy Space Center in Florida, the National Aeronautic and Space Administration, more commonly known as NASA, is on the verge of the greatest exploration of space in history. About to embark on this endless voyage are the two identical probes, Voyager 1 and 2. Their mission is to explore the four Jovian planets, rather, the four gas giants of our solar system, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. After analyzing 10,000 different potential flight paths, NASA settled on paths that would take Voyager 1 close to Jupiter and Saturn, while Voyager 2's more distant flight path was designed to have the probe rerouted to Uranus after gaining a gravity assist from Saturn. The chosen trajectories took advantage of a rare alignment of our outer planets that only occurs every 175 years. Over the next 40 years, their mission will cost nearly $900 million in total. On this day, Voyager 2 is launched into the void. 16 days later, on September 5th, 1977, Voyager 1 will follow its twin, albeit on a faster and shorter trajectory. Join me as we find out what they discovered. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly, and here is 10 minutes about the Voyager probes. Voyager 1 began its encounter of the gas giant Jupiter in January of 1979, finishing up in early April. Voyager 2 arrived later that month and continued observation of Jupiter until August. In total, the probes took over 33,000 photos of the planet. Calling Jupiter massive is an understatement. To give proper perspective to its behemoth size, consider this. If one were to combine all the other planets in our solar system into one single mass, Jupiter would still be two and a half times larger than that combined mass. Though not the first probes to visit the monstrous planet, Voyager made several landmark discoveries during its encounter. It was Voyager 1 that found four previously undiscovered rings around Jupiter, extending to a circumference of 140,000 miles. Unlike the famous rings of Saturn, which consist of ice and rock, Voyager's rings are comprised of dust particles, making them impossible to observe from Earth without the aid of a powerful telescope. It was Voyager's inspection of Jupiter that discovered its iconic great red spot was an enormous perpetual storm. The probes observed that the planet's magnetosphere, or rather the area in which the planet's magnetic field is the most dominant force, was much larger than anticipated, expanding as far as the orbit of Saturn. If we could see it in our night sky, it would appear to be the same size as our moon. Though Jupiter is a marvel, one of the greatest discoveries of the encounter wasn't on the planet itself, but on its moon, Io. Roughly larger than our moon, it boasts the most volcanic activity in the entire solar system. Voyager's observation of the satellite is the first time volcanic activity was recorded beyond Earth. After the Jupiter encounters, both probes continued their journey through the stars to Saturn. Voyager 1 began its observation of Saturn in November of 1980. It would do a close inspection of the planet while its counterpart, which began its observation in August of the following year, would observe from a distance as it used the planet to alter course to Uranus. While observing Saturn, the probes revealed that the planet's atmosphere largely consisted of helium and hydrogen. However, 
Scientists expected the amount of helium in the upper atmosphere would be on par with that of Jupiter and the Sun. Expecting 11% helium, Saturn instead was closer to 7%. It's theorized that the heavier helium was sinking to the planet's core, converting to heat, thus explaining the excess heat that Saturn emits. The probes also observed high winds near Saturn's equator, blowing as fast as 1,100 miles an hour. As the probes photographed Jupiter's rings, they sent photos back to Earth revealing that what was once believed to be several large bands were instead thousands of intricate bands with spokes and gaps present created by what were called shepherd moons. Prior to Voyager's arrival, the satellite Titan was thought to be the largest moon in our solar system. However, after Voyager 1 penetrated its thick atmosphere with radio signals, they discovered that its solid mass was smaller than that of Jupiter's moon, Ganymede. At the conclusion of their respective encounters with the ringed giant, Voyager 1 finished its planetary mission and began its journey to where no one had gone before, interstellar space. As for Voyager 2, it settled down for a five-year hibernation as it continued its tour of the outer planets en route to the distant Uranus. On January 24, 1986, Voyager 2 passed 50,000 miles over the ice planet Uranus. Like the previous two planets, the probe confirmed that Uranus's atmosphere largely consisted of helium and hydrogen, while approximately 80% of the planet's mass is ammonia, water, and methane ices encrusted around a rock core. Methane in the atmosphere gives the planet its blue tint. The probe's visit to Uranus led to the discovery of 10 previously unknown moons and several new rings. During its visit, the probe observed that Uranus's days were shorter than our own, with the planet rotating once every 17 hours. When Voyager 2 ended its encounter at Uranus, it marked the end of the first and last visit by a probe to the distant ice giant. All other observations of the planet have been done by telescope. As Voyager 2 continued its planetary mission to its final destination, Neptune, Voyager 1 continued its decades-long journey towards interstellar space. By 1987, the probes had traveled more than 2 billion miles from Earth, a distance of roughly 22 astronomical units, or 22 times the distance between the Earth and the Sun. In 1989, 12 years after it left Earth, Voyager 2 passed 3,000 miles over its final planetary destination, Neptune. It was the closest the probe had ever approached a planet. Similar to its cousin Jupiter, the probe found several large storms on the planet, the largest of which was nicknamed the Great Dark Spot. Wind speeds at the Great Dark Spot were recorded stronger than on any of the previous three planets, blowing up to 1,200 miles an hour. Neptune's day was found to be even faster than that of Uranus, completing a rotation once every 16 hours. When Voyager passed by Neptune's moon Triton, they were surprised to find erupting geysers on the moon's surface, almost 3 billion miles from the Sun. It's only the third planetary body in our solar system to have known volcanic activity joining Jupiter's Io and Earth. Additionally, at negative 391 degrees Fahrenheit, the surface temperature of Triton is the coldest of any planetary body in our solar system. 
As with Uranus, Voyager 2 is the only probe to visit and photograph Neptune. With sunlight only a thousandth of that on Earth, Voyager was required to take long exposure photos to capture the planet. To prevent blurring the photo, and to maintain the probe's speed, which could reach 60,000 miles an hour, NASA used the probe's thrusters to rotate the craft to keep the camera in focus without sacrificing its speed. Voyager 2 completed the Neptune encounter in October of 1989. As it ended its tour of the planets, the entire Voyager program was renamed the Voyager Interstellar Mission as Voyager 2 joined its twin on a journey to interstellar space. However, while Voyager 1 was heading for the northern hemisphere of the heliosphere, a bubble that surrounds our solar system separating the solar wind emanating from our sun and the external interstellar wind, Voyager 2 would be heading towards the southern hemisphere. On February 14, 1990, more than 3.7 billion miles away from home, Voyager 1's cameras were turned on one last time, this time pointed back to Earth. In a series of 60 images, it captured the first and only montage of our solar system, dubbed the Family Portrait. It took photos of all the planets except Mars, Mercury, and the since-redesignated dwarf planet Pluto. The most famous image in the portrait is the photo of Earth, the pale blue dot, as the photo has come to be known. We look like a mere speck of dust in the cosmic sands, and yet that blue dot is home to all we've ever known. After these final images were taken, Voyager 1's cameras were shut off for the last time. In 2012, Voyager 1 made history, becoming the first man-made object to cross into interstellar space, breaking through the heliopause the boundary where the sun's solar winds are turned back by interstellar wind. Having traveled 11 billion miles, or 121 astronomical units, Voyager 1 was officially the furthest man-made object from Earth. Six years later, on November 5, 2018, Voyager 2 became the second probe to enter interstellar space, breaking the heliopause at roughly the same distance from Earth as its twin. The two points where the probes entered interstellar space were a staggering 15 billion miles apart, or 165 astronomical units. When Voyager 1 broke the heliopause, it entered an area of space where it seemed that the flow of plasma stagnated. Voyager 2, however, didn't experience any such doldrums, promising that interstellar space had much data for scientists to analyze for years to come. As of April 2020, the probes had been traveling in space for 43 and a half years. Voyager 1 has traveled 14 billion miles from Earth. Its slower twin has traveled 11 billion miles. Though they have lost some speed over the course of their journey, Voyager 1 is still traveling 38,000 miles per hour, or 10.5 miles a second. Voyager 2 is traveling slightly slower at 34,000 miles per hour, or 9.4 miles a second. To give context to how fast the probes are traveling, the world's fastest aircraft, the Lockheed SR-71 Blackbird's max speed was recorded at 2,193 miles per hour. Though it's taken 43 years for the probes to reach their current positions, if you were to travel at the speed of light to where Voyager 1 is today, it would take a mere 21 hours. 
It's predicted that we will lose contact with the twin probes sometime in the late 2020s or the early 2030s, leaving them alone to travel amongst the stars for all time. 40,000 years from now, Voyager 1 will pass within 1.7 light-years of a star in the constellation Ursa Minor. Similarly, in that same time, Voyager 2 is expected to pass within 1.7 light-years of a star in the Andromeda constellation. Thank you for listening. For 10 minutes about, I've been your host, Forrest Kelly, and that's all I've got to say about the Voyager probes.